We'll do it live. I forgot how to say what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode number 247 of the Barrel Proof Podcast. Thanks, Woo-hoo! everybody, for listening. Uh, the, the the whole gang is back. Uh, we got Ty, we got Robbie, we got Patrick Man in the, the dials and buttons. Uh, What's thank up, y'all for being family? Here. Hanging out uh, in the park again. Watching eight-year-olds play soccer. Dude. in the park. Eight-year-olds, dude. Yep. Uh, having a great time, enjoying... Uh, Having a the the first weekend uh, this season, I can remember where I felt uh, very uh, tension free going into a game weekend. I think that's a fair thing to say, uh, just because I Louisville City is going has won the group statistically speaking. Can't Woo! pretty much can't be caught. Uh, it's right now. It's just kind of a battle for potential uh, hosting rights for the playoffs, which matters. Don't get me wrong, but. A lot of it's outside of our control, and we'll spend some time talking about that because that's, frankly, more interesting the game, for the games this weekend than playing sport in Kansas City for the fourth time in the same season. Uh, but we'll get to that. Um, before we do, let's talk about uh, St. Louis, the last ever Kings Cup match, uh, most likely unless something really weird happens tonight and uh, Saturday. Uh, one of the least enjoyable matches I've seen, frankly, oh, yeah. just because it was... It was very intense. A lot. It was very chippy between both both teams. I won't, you know, you can't, can't say one or the other. Uh, St. Louis is obviously feels like they got hard done as far as offside calls. I don't really know either way because the camera angles of that stadium are straight garbage, mm-hmm. except for the one off the ball that didn't go in 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 the second half that they that they were very upset yeah. that Wallfall almost lost his mind over. Right. And that obviously didn't go in. Give him an Oscar. Great sales job. I, I think he yeah. believed it. You know, or at least he's got, had me convinced that he believed it. <laughs> um, but. Uh, St. Louis, the aggressor in that game again, frankly. Uh, Louisville City, you know, didn't 100% match their intensity in the first half, uh, but, you know, managed to, like I said, benefit from a couple, benefit in quotation marks, from a couple of uh, offside calls and then the post, uh, and then a, just the best cross, or really a corner kick, I guess, but I call it a cross in my article that I wrote. Uh, best corner kick that I've seen Oscar take all season. That ball probably could have gone in if Speedy hadn't touched it. It almost, yeah. it almost it looked, looked like, like it one. was going in, even without Speedy. But, uh, you know, sure. you, you can't get mad at Speedy about putting his head on it. And at the end of the day, the team wants to win games, and that's what they did. Speedy can't stop scoring this year. I think we had an on-running joke last year about Speedy not scoring. No, he only scores in playoff target. games against New York. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Speedy has become an offensive juggernaut this season. I think it's a – I think he likes to talk about it too in the locker room, sure you know. Does. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Coach Hack's uh, comments after the game were funny. He because Coach Coach thought it was Oscar's goal, oh. and he was like, "Oh man, we're gonna hear it from Speedy. It's Speedy's <laughs> goal." Okay, so I love that because. Hey, you attack the ball, you get your just desserts. You know, yeah. he really went out. He had to make sure it went in. I mean, you yeah, can't just absolutely. like let that let that go by. You can't just hope. And just yeah. in general on the game, just to, to reinforce what you said, it was the definition of a nip and tuck game, right? Oh, yeah. If you look back on it, it was very tense, as you said. 
they clearly were up for it. Oh, sure. I think there's no doubt. They came out motivated. And frankly, if it wasn't for Ben, we would probably would have lost. He made a handful, if you look back on the highlights, yeah. a handful of really good saves. Yeah. Really Cicerone good. late in the first half. There was the aforementioned uh, save off the post you mentioned and a few other moments that, that I think he really kept us in it and enabled us to take advantage of that set piece and, yeah. and be in the game, which sometimes yeah. if you're down 1-2-0, that's just not going to happen. So yeah. good for us to stick in there and stay tough on a game that we really didn't need as much as them. No. King's Cup's great and all, but I'm not sure how much in the locker room it's truly motivating them. They probably don't really care about it, um, but we do, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, so so glad to retain it once again. And uh, overall, I just thought very tough performance, hung in there, stuck it out. Yeah. Three more points, keep the momentum. That's right. As we've talked about momentum every single week here, and we seem to do this every year, so I'm just glad to see us uh, as a team locking in. And we've got to as well. We've talked before, there's a lot of competition for places right now. Playoffs are coming up. So anyone who gets that start wants to take advantage, and I think mostly the guys are taking advantage right now. Yeah, and the last thing you wanted to see is a, a stumble before the playoff run. And it was. It was a team. It was a game that good teams, great teams pull out. You know, it's not our best performance. It's a gritty game. We got a very hungry opponent that came out guns blazing that had to, you know, desperate for a win and to eke out the win. And I'll, I'll say that. I mean, I know we, we did dominate possession. We had some good moments. I thought the second half was better, um, but that goal allowed us to allowed us to to play a little bit more conservatively in the second half and, and counter and 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 get a little bit more stuck in. So it just is. It, it's good to see us. We're a winning team, and it, and the mark of a winning team is to win games like that, mm -hmm. where it's not necessarily your best performance, but you gut it out. Credit to the defense too, and I think the the USL announcers. Uh, mentioned this as well on those offsides it really was um it, it was heads up play by our back line stepping up i think it happened in the second half as well where we're catching them our our back line has the wherewithal to notice when the, when they need to get up and be even with each other and to create that offsides mm -hmm. trap i don't i wouldn't call it a trap per se but just just being together and yeah. You know, those are two goals that get called back for for what sounded like clear offsides, Look, at least I, from the I hate to say the it, broadcast. Kadeem Dakers had three, two or three called against him, and I feel like that's just a. I remember he lived offside when he played yep. with us, so yep. it was one of those things. I think everybody knew it, and it's like we could. This is an easy one to catch. Right. So right. I feel bad for Kadeem because otherwise, I think he's you know he was a, a well liked guy around here and, and in St. Louis as well, but that was one that I was. Folks were complaining, like, yeah. no, no, no. Kadeem just loves to play <laughs> higher than the Well, and what I will so. say, too, it speaks to the continuity of having a back four, back five, back six unit that play together yeah. consistently. Yeah. Because what happens when you don't have that is one guy's back, one guy's up. They're not communicating. You don't have right. the leadership in the middle. But we are looking like we're playing much more like a unit at the back now. So it's great to see. It's going to uh, bode us. Alexi and Sean yeah. have been fabulous oh, all season. Unreal. So I've been, I mean, they've really, really. Yeah glued it together and I, th I thought they've, pl they've really played well all year like the goals that we were giving up early in the season weren't mess weren't there Alexi had one I think that mm -hmm. he just lo lost a guy but other than that I mean I thought they've played really really well there's a couple of uh, interesting personnel things that happened in this game that I want to see if you guys yes, have thoughts about I have some personnel comments as well uh, one is Ownby starts again over Napo and that may just be because Ownby's rounding into form and in which case I don't have a problem with that and well, and Napo has not been in the 18 the last two games. So yeah. Ombi started the last two games 
if I'm recalling correctly, Napo has not been on the bench. Do, do we know if there's an injury there? Makes me, that was one of my personnel observations as well, uh, Taylor, I mean, is I'm not sure what's going on there. Well, because traditionally you'd think he would plug in even if he's not starting on the bench because he's got right. a he's lot of most, flexibility. One, other than Nala yeah. McCabe, he's the most versatile player. Yeah, yeah. I, so. you know, I don't know what it is. I don't, it, you know, frankly, people are getting held out for COVID, and we, we do, hope to God it's not that. Yeah, um, right. But, you know, you, that's, that's a thing that is a possibility. Uh, and then the other one was uh, McMahon started at right back, and I thought he did fine, uh, but subbed off at halftime for West Sharpie, and Sharpie did, you know, again, also did fine. I just thought it was kind of interesting. I don't know what the decision-making behind that was. I don't, like I said, I don't think Pat was playing a bad game. Mm-hmm. No. But I thought, I just thought that was noteworthy and wondered if you guys had yeah. thoughts about it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hopefully Pat's okay. Hopefully it's not a knock or something, but he did come out. Um, another interesting uh, personnel, you know, issue that, I've been meaning to comment on is the fact that Ugarak, I think I'm saying that right, yeah. has been our backup keeper, I yeah. believe, if I'm not mistaken, the last three games. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know what's going on with Hubbard. Um, I mean, it could be the same thing. I don't, we don't you know, so yeah. that's an interesting personnel, uh, you know, thing that's going yeah. on. And then, of course, you mentioned Niall, uh, which we haven't he, we haven't talked about him. I, I hope that he comes back. I mean, could you imagine if we have him at our disposal as well going into the playoffs? He has said, because uh, people have asked him on Twitter or whatever, he said he's he's a few weeks away, and that was mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. So we don't really know. But yeah. I think that that you know bringing Kenny Walker on might that might be might, that might be an insurance move, frankly, just in case we don't have a full complement going in. Yeah, and Kenny can fit. Kenny really is a six, but he can probably play. In a, an eight in a pinch, and I wouldn't yeah. have any complaints about right. it. So, yeah. And from Niall's perspective, whilst we'd love to have him, it's going to be tough to come into the yeah, crucible of the yeah. playoffs yeah. off of this many with weeks no, out. With no reps. Yeah. Especially with the depth yeah. in our squad. You just mentioned guys that aren't even making the 18 right now. Yeah. And right. so he's probably going to have to work his way up that pecking order again. And frankly, we've never had this embarrassment of riches as far as squad depth. No. You know, this is over the year. We keep signing new players. And I'm like, well, who do we lose? We didn't lose <laughs> anyone. So uh, so it's kind of where we are spoiled a little bit, but it also brings its own headaches. So, a couple uh, other uh, personnel things in that game that, I, that don't bother me nearly as much. Uh, Cam came off relatively early, and I think uh, Abdu came in. Abdu played pretty well i thought almost had a goal it, it was a very boring second half i you know i couldn't tell you anything noteworthy about it i i just didn't not much yeah. happened a lot of tackles a few yellows yeah you know that's kind of the, the way i would describe it but you know i i thought abdu played well filled the role well you know obviously i don't think he had much in, if anything in the way of shots or chances or anything like that but they were hard to come come by i mean yeah st louis was stuck in they were they were not yeah. giving us really anything no. and that was the type of game where you're gonna win on a set play so mm-hmm. Ombi had the one chance that was was he struck that ball yeah yeah and it, it moved yeah six yeah. eight feet right. yeah unbelievable but little unlucky not to go in and then he was frankly very lucky not to be sent off yeah uh yeah, so a bit of a mixed I bag for that tag. i was like oh shit yeah <laughs> and then coach took him off took him off right <laughs> away yeah right yeah. away yeah. I didn't, I thought that would have been a harsh second yellow. Strikers tackle. You yeah. know, I mean, he was going for the ball, and the defender kind of ran into him. I think it wasn't so I think much. He a, was a lucky. Get boy. you apology, you know, being an apologist over here. <laughs> I don't. I just don't Own see that apologist. as a maybe a first yellow, maybe, but that would be a harsh, harsh second yellow. And that's probably what the ref thought, frankly. Yeah. You know, well, there's there are complaints to be had about the referee all all around, and yeah. I'm, I don't enjoy getting into those conversations if I can avoid it. So, yeah. Antoine had a nice run in the second half as well, and and gave a great ball to Luke, who I thought had probably the best chance of the second half, yeah. um, to put us up two zero. 
So uh, yeah. the result sees us sitting on, what, 32 points with a game to play left, right? Am I yep. right about that? You, yep. Yeah, 32 okay. with a game yeah. to play. Uh, uh, like I said, St. Louis and uh, – is, is waiting for their final game against Indy on Saturday. Indy plays Sporting Kansas City 2 tonight. I would love it, it just to make things interesting. If SKC 2 would win tonight, that would be fun. Absolutely. Uh, but they still have nothing to play for, really. They're Maybe they're just out there to have fun. I don't know. But Indy's in a tailspin right now. I don't know what's kind, going on there. I, it's, it's We've weird. talked about there, that, too. Some article just came out in The Athletic about Andrew Carlton, who hasn't really played. I think that's really what's been missing uh, for them, Does he have a broken yeah. arm or something. Fracture in his hand or his yeah. wrist or something. Yeah, right. Because um, you know he was the and he was what was, he's the only person given uh, Pasher service at right. least against us. I don't think I can necessarily. But he had what three assists and eight in the first eight games or something like that, which is a good little tick. And but yeah. he's barely played. I feel I, like and didn't even feature against us the last match, which is crazy. I think Ty uh, captured something in discussions last week uh, that. I really would like St. Louis to get that second spot because oh, I, I don't want to play India again. No, because no, we've handled them yeah. pretty much the entire season. That's right. And we're not used to playing a team five times in a year. So what did we? We won three of the four. We games. won three of the yeah. four. What are the odds of winning four or five against a good team like Indy? I know that's a little defeatist, maybe in right. mindset, but I'd much prefer not to play them again. If well, I'm being honest, let's have this sidebar then, because our three, assuming we get past our first round opponent. Which is a big if because it could be Pittsburgh at this rate, which would be nuts, right? Yeah, especially uh, after they handled us last time. But you know, as far as who we know, we're likely to see in in ascending order from three to one. Who would you would who would you rather play uh, in the we'll call them quarterfinals? Is that what it would be? Conference semifinals, mm-hmm. playoff quarterfinals. The so first my, game of the playoffs. <laughs> no, the second one. The second, the second one. one. Second one. <laughs> I have my order in my in, well, in my head. I'll, I'll give you mine. Uh, number three is Indy because playing the same team five times is tough. It's very close between mm-hmm. three and two. Yeah. Uh, because two is Pittsburgh. Yep. And I think we're a different team than we were before. And Pittsburgh is kind of in a weird place right now. Not a not dangerous place because they still do not let you score and can score quite a bit. It's kind of they've leveled off a bit towards this in this run in here, but. A team that I'd rather, you know, if playing them at home, I'd like to get some revenge so that is more palatable to me. I just don't believe in Hartford. Maybe that's a mistake on my part, but they're the team I'd most like to play uh, of all three of those. I'm completely aligned with you. That's what I had in my head. I agree. Um, Well, damn it, we're supposed to have disagreements so that we can create content. Hashtag content. Come on, Ty, I disagree with this here. Well, if we're thinking about – so we're thinking about that second game, who we would rather play. What about the first game? Do we talk about that? I mean, the first game is either Pittsburgh or we Hartford. We know it's part so. Pittsburgh or Hartford. To think that Pittsburgh might be coming back to Lynn Family Stadium as the second-place team in Group F I don't want to play them crazy. First. I really don't. <laughs> but but it sets up nicely, I think, to play them. Because otherwise, if they – if they were to, if we were to play Hart, if we're going to host Hartford, that means we're traveling to Pittsburgh the second week. Does it? Yeah, because if Pittsburgh wins their game, then they, if they're first in Group F – I believe we still have the they uh, still points would have, advantage, don't we? I we, think we'd have, we more have points. As long as we win this weekend, as long as we win this weekend, we'll have the points advantage. We should host. As long as we win, we yeah. will host Pittsburgh regardless. Yeah. Okay. I okay. think that's true. Yeah. I think you're right. I should. Yeah, Pittsburgh has 31 points through 15 games. We have 32. So, so we, if we this, win. That's we the, really the only def- thing, the only yeah. reason to, to that I want to win on Saturday, other than just screw SKC, is 
uh, that ensures that we host Pittsburgh in the event that we have to play them in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the only well, reason. that's perfect. Yeah. So we, so, yeah. I think, like you all said, and like I said last week, I, I really don't want to see India again. At some point, they're going to figure something out that we're not expecting. Uh, although they haven't changed their game plan at all, and maybe they're incapable of changing the game plan without. Carlton at full health. And if they and have a plan B, hopefully Kenny Walker's heard what it is and will tell us. Well, if they right. have one, I haven't seen it because <laughs> right. they, they, they keep on banging their head against the same wall against us without any real new tactical wrinkles. Right. And it's infuriating, frankly. I don't know. I feel bad for Indy. Like, what what are you doing? You know, it's like yeah. you can't – A, you can't put – you haven't put your best 11 against us the last two times we've played, and B, you're not changing anything. Like, you just keep playing the exact same – tactics it seems like yeah. and it's if it didn't work the first two times why well, it work the third yeah right so anyway yeah maybe maybe well, they'll be Hart- have to try Hartford it again just an unknown entity you know so it's hard to we we don't think much of Hartford but it's hard to I mean, they, they, hats off to them for yeah you know, they've had a great that, season they've really been playing substandard competition yes but. absolutely they had a they, pretty but ro- you couldn't predict that New York was gonna be this bad Right. I mean. Right. No. Nobody would have. Nobody would have predicted yeah, that. And Hartford had a kind of a little bit of a rocky entry to the league last year, right? I think they had a had a hor- horrible some season really, last year. really tough times both behind the scenes and on the field. Yes. So good to see them doing better because for the health of the league, we need good, vibrant teams to compete well, with. So they, hopefully I think they'll they yeah, finally they get somebody that knows about soccer in their front yeah. office. Yeah. That may yeah. have helped some. Speaking of vibrancy of the leagues, just I guess final thoughts on St. Louis. Sorry to see those guys go. Of yeah. course. Um, yeah. The new entity, uh, I'm sure the fans will throw themselves behind it ultimately, and good for them having a, something to fall back on. But I think we're going to miss that rivalry, and it's a real loss for the league. So hopefully, there's some other franchises that can come behind and pick yeah, up. It, the, well, slack. The, the irony is not lost on me that uh, Louisville City's three main rivals in the, since they're entering the league: uh, Cincinnati, St. Louis, and to a certain extent Nashville. Mm-hmm. N- none of whom ever won anything. <laughs> Yeah, have all gone to MLS, <laughs> and we are still sitting here. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh so, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The only second division team in, in yeah, the world to, to that's repeat. won two championships yeah. and is still in the second division. Yeah. <laughs> so we, you, you got to laugh to stop crying, but it's uh, fine. We're hap- and we we we've always said, and it's I I do believe it's not just us kind of making making excuses that the infrastructure we've built as a club, the academy, the stadium, all the things we've done. Our long-term uh, future is secure, um, MLS or not. Would we really? like to be in it? I think I speak for myself. Of course, we want to play at the highest level available to us. Sure. I think we right. can compete. Of course. But in the in the meantime, we've we've done everything we can as a club to succeed, and I have no, no fear about being in the U.S. The only difference between us and, and an MLS club is well, rosters and player personnel aside, is an owner with a couple more zeros behind this bank come on that's literally it. we've up. got the stadium we've got that's a great it. fan that's group we've got nice we've got really good corporate local support here you know we've got a TV, local tv deal we've got everything that 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 they have except those three letters sitting at, like next mm-hmm. to us so i don't you know there's nothing we have nothing to be ashamed of that's for damn sure um, well and i think ultimately the mls is going to have to take notice i mean the usl keeps growing like gangbusters here's the thing we know what make takes makes mls take notice and it is if you've got if you're a three comma dude mm-hmm. you got That's three true. commas but i think in our lifetime i would hope that there there's going to be some more parity between the leagues if the usl can pull out the open cup a year or two 
for sure. And then if we see the USL adopt some degree of the promotion relegation format between the championship, the League One, and the League Two, as Jake Edwards has publicly stated on ESPN during the championship at halftime, you know, if we do that, then we're going to have a better product than MLS. And the MLS is not going to be able to sit there and just hope that these billionaire whales want to come in and give them $250 million. They're going to be sitting there looking at us and all the markets we got, every one of which could support an MLS team, just about. I mean, when you think about the, the strong ML, uh, USL markets, their soccer markets, I mean, there's 40, 50 markets in the United States that can support pro-level soccer on the, on, on the level that we're talking about. So I just don't see... I see somehow some, something's going to break where there's going to have to be some sort of collaboration, some some sort of acknowledgement that there's lots of good soccer teams and there's got to be some integration somehow, way, shape, or form. That's very long-term yeah. and maybe it's, not in our lifetime, the, but who knows? The way this, that all this works, though, is is investment. Like mm-hmm. The only way USL is going to catch anyone else's attention is if we keep – Improving the, I hate, to, I don't like calling it a product, but in this sense, you have to invest in your product. You have to get the better players, get the owners with more money. Everyone's got to have a stadium that looks like ours, uh, which is a lot to ask a lot of people. So, you know, that's, yeah. but that's the only thing that's going to move the needle, I'm, I feel like. I could be wrong, but that's the only thing you're going to get that's going to, yeah. yes, Patrick, I will take another beer. Um, so, uh, but. Another topic for another day, but I, I you know, no one's going yeah, no to disagree. No one's going to disagree with you. We, we've done Literally a good job. No it's probably Thank been a few months since we brought it up. So, yeah. <laughs> and we're the and we're the proto, proto you know, type, type or the or the poster child for for why there needs to be some integration yeah. among the divisions of U.S. soccer. And at some point, these guys, everybody's going to have to realize that that's the way that that's the way it has to work. That's the way, you know, yeah. a billion. Billions and billions of people can't be wrong across the across the world in terms of the best way to develop the best players. Um, so anyway, go. all right. Uh, what else we got? The so we've kind of I guess we've have we like I said the only interesting games this weekend are not happening in Louisville. Uh, There's so got, many iterations of yeah. what we would need to happen. We could finish top of the USL. We could finish top of the Eastern Conference, yeah. but. But that, there's still there's, some interesting races out there. Right. Uh, we've uh, what, what do I think? We've, there's Indy and St. Louis. That's obviously a lot more personal to us. Uh, out in the West, which no one really cares about, but but it is interesting. Uh, was it Austin and El, or, uh, Tulsa are fighting for a playoff spot? Yes. And that's going to get resolved on Saturday. Uh, there's a four-way tie for second place in Group B, which is kind of insane uh, between LA Galaxy two, San Diego Loyal. Uh, Orange County and who am I missing? Maybe it's just a three-way tie. That's still a lot of teams. It is yes. three. It's, that's what it is. Uh, uh, and you know, Phoenix, who has been one, one could make an argument that Phoenix has been one of the best, probably the best club in, in the league this year. But they're not like last year reeling off 19 wins in a row, mm-hmm. Phoenix. Uh, and the other thing about the West is that it turns into a damn debacle every time the playoffs roll around because the first seed almost never makes it to the championship game. So. Uh, interesting stuff happening that way. If you'd rather watch something that has a lot more meaning attached to it, which, you know, it's, it's still a little city, you should watch us. But out there are interesting <laughs> games happening out west this yeah. weekend. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? Um, do we want to talk about the forfeit that happened last week at all? Other than to say that it was the right decision, and I'm very pleased with San Diego right, Loyal's San Diego Loyal uh, for, forfeited their point due to the, the racist comment by one of the 
LA Galaxy 2 players. Yeah, so I saw they, re- they released him. And they released him. Yep. I thought that that was really good. I was a little disappointed the league didn't come out and try and grab that narrative by the reins quicker because mm-hmm. if you're really going to be hashtag united against racism, then you have to kind of live that message out rather than just put it on all your posters on, in the stadium. Right. Yeah. Uh, so and you wonder if the right move might have been maybe to the league take it in their own hands and say, no, you don't forfeit, actually. We're going to disqualify. Well, that ha- and frankly, that hasn't been figured out yet, but yeah. San Diego is, is already deciding that. Right? Are, they, yeah. are they looking yeah. at that? Well, but that's I, good you to know. know. The, que- the question shouldn't be, should San Diego forfeit a point? I mean, mm-hmm. if they do, that's all fine and good. But if that means that they miss the playoffs because they did the right thing, that's a screwed up situation. I don't yeah. think the league should allow it to happen. Le- so. League should take control of that situation for so, sure. I-, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm sure there are lots of conversations happening. Yeah. So. Uh, At least it happens soon, be continued. We've only got a, yeah, they a week. They don't have much time. Yeah, a week and a half. So yeah. uh, so that's what's going on other, elsewhere in the league. Uh, what else we got? Um, I know uh, that Christy Hawley's been having meetings with Racing Louisville supporters groups. Right. I have not attended any of those uh, to my detriment. We need to get uh, someone. Lee Nevis would be my first guess. Or maybe Robin Pryor, though I hear Robin's uh, got her hands full these days. Uh, or Brianna would be great to tell us about what all's going on uh, on the NWSL side. Um, I think that I, will really take off. We talked about it a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I mean, there's not as much the, to talk about As the team starts right coming together, then we're going to have a lot of excitement start building up, which will be great. You know, I, I do want to bring something up that Lance McGarvey brought up on Twitter. I, and I know Lance feels very strongly about it. Uh, Christy Holly has not you know, made it a point to say that we're going to go out and get you know, XYZ superstar where you get the right people in here and do this the way, you know, basically the James O'Connor way, if you will. Right. Because uh, James has got a lot of input on these player personnel decisions. Um, and part of me says, you know what, I, I, you can't doubt uh, the results that James O'Connor achieved while he was here and why, what he's building now behind the scenes. But in the global game, and Robbie and Ty and Patrick, I'm sure you'll agree with me that, with this, there's a reason Real Madrid wins the Champions League all the time. <laughs> it's because they have the most, the best players. Year in, year out, except for like the last two years, and really, but that's because they don't have the best players anymore. Yeah. By and large, the teams that spend the most money win the most silverware. It's a not a great, you know, it's not my favorite thing in the world, and it's gotten only worse as time has gone on. But I think it's something that you have to come to grips with if you're going to win an NBSL title. There's a reason uh, uh, North Carolina Courage wins every year because they got Sam Mewis, and all these basically half the national team plays for them. Mm-hmm. They're really good, so you have to have. You, you do have to have good players. I'm not saying that James yeah. and Christy can't find them. The dominant rough style a la Oscar Jimenez coming up from Mississippi Barilla, you know, classic right. example of that, or Kyle Smith, or, you know, you can name any number of kids. Who I mean, has been getting a lot of minutes in he Orlando has. recently. Yeah, Greg which is, is playing a little so bit for, awesome. you know, well, he was playing a little bit for Minnesota. But anyway, you know, there's you can't, you know, doubt that the results, but I, I think that yeah. they, you, one doesn't have to exclude the other. Yeah, you've got to have the right culture in it for an expansion team, right? Because you have to understand that first half of the season is oh, going to be, be tough. It's going to be hard. So you need people with good character, the right right approach to the game, probably some experience in the league. Uh, but to your point, at the end of the day, you've got to have some talent. Um, and if you can't recruit folks at the top of, top of the game, then we're going we're gonna to live at the bottom of the league. That's yeah. just the reality for a while. So knock on wood, they get the right character guys, uh, or girl, <laughs> ladies, early. People, um, people, people, people yeah. <laughs> early, uh, so that we can ride out those rough times and actually come through it stronger. That, as we've seen some other expansion teams do in other leagues. It's, I feel like it's a good year to come into the league, though, because there is, frankly, a lot of upheaval thanks to people going over across the pond, and you know, which mm-hmm. I read that they are eligible for 
drafting or signing, however it works. If they're not protected. Yeah. Right, if they're not protected by their local their, yeah, we, But we'd get their rights, but club. we might not get the player if they're still playing across they're still playing. So is it worth right. burning a draft pick on a player you don't know if he's even knows going to come back? You know? Yeah. That's, there's a, yeah. yeah. So there's, that's a, and you, these are questions that the coaching and technical staff can ask these players and their right. agents and find out what are you going to do? If we take your rights, will we ever see you in our uniform? You know, those yeah. kinds of questions. That's not hard to ask as long as you got the right, you know, got the right connections or whatever. Josephine just fell out of a tree. Uh, <laughs> More behind the scenes, just on that kind of similar note, I saw yesterday the turf start going down on the practice yeah, facility. Yeah, I keep meaning to call Linder right. and make him take me over there. And I, I I'm not in town enough. So, yeah, so it's that's great. In Cash in my. Crazy quick. I, my, word my on the street for all the. Uh, status. The academy parents is what by the end of October expectations are. Some of the uh, the turf fields will be available for play, which is incredible. You know, yeah. which will enable the teams to practice year round. Yep. Yeah, they'll have lights out there, regular sized fields, and something that Louisville is, especially being in the youth academy system now and traveling to different field complexes, and you know, Louisville is just not. Let you know what could be there yeah. in terms of. Being able to host mm-hmm. these these events and have multiple games at a time in a, one location, um, so I think it's going to do a lot. I mean, it's not it's not 20 fields, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big improvement on and where gonna we're It's going to be at. incredible recruiting tool when you start bringing in players as well. Uh, you know, think about you know right now. You know. Where we're at right now is a very nice training facility, no doubt. But as long it's as it's not underwater, it's always good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's not what what we're looking at in that that new training facility that's just going to blow people's socks off. So, incredible. Uh, I know we have some ask barrel proof. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. not Let's much. Go. Let's uh, I, I remember. Let's shout out to Speedy real quick for making team of the week. Oh, and yeah. in the article, I read that he leads the league in passes for the the entire league this that. season, which is unbelievable. He's the up there in goals. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's bragging about the goals, but yeah. the man has the most passes. He leads the league in passing, which is unbelievable. I and mean, he, he, every game, he he connects he 90, connects it up, 90 yeah. plus percent of them. Yeah. He's he's at well over 80, 85 percent generally on this. I haven't looked at this season, but I, he did. He had one of his fewer touches and fewer passes completed games against St. Louis, but I think so much of that had to do with again St. Louis was just. Absolutely wrecking shop and like kind of like a mid block and just would not yeah. let anybody get on the ball. So, okay, first one. Oh, and Ben's up for uh, goal of the week while I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so everybody go vote okay, for, ben, yeah. for Ben's save, save of the week. Save of the week, sorry. Yes. It'd be cool if it was goal of the week. That'd be great. <laughs> He'd win it automatically, I think. Wall Fall thought it was goal of the week, but yes. it was actually save of the week. Wrong. <laughs> All right, uh, the first one is from uh, Brandon Two Stars at Condra B on Twitter. Uh, is anything short of an Eastern Conference final a disappointment? I'm not inclined to go that far just because it's 2020 and we're I'm frankly at this point happy we had soccer, happy we got a season in, happy I got to go to games, happy I got to go to st- see games live and in person in that new stadium. I mean, do I is my answer going to be different in 2 weeks probably? Uh because I just I want us to win so badly, yeah. but uh I don't know. Uh. I think, you know, and I I I bet it would be to the players. Um, but, you know, think about who we w- might go out against in the event that we do in that second round. We lose to Pittsburgh again. Pittsburgh's a great team this year. Yeah. We lose to Indy again. Well, shit, it's hard to beat the same team five times. That's, that's, that's not yeah. a feat. 
that you could expect necessarily. Like they're these are good teams. So oh, yeah. if, I mean, is, do yeah. I want it? Do I do I want to get there? Do I kind of expect to get there? Yeah, but uh, you know, if we don't, you know, you're not. It's not because you lost to some scrub. Yeah, so. there's two ways to look at this, right? From a talent perspective, we're an Eastern Conference Finals team, yeah. no doubt. Looking at our squad, but the fact of the matter is, we are spoiled rotten to even ask that question, right? The fact of the matter is, we don't yeah. make the final four. Is it a disappointment, man? It just shows how lucky we've been the last few years. I think we would all probably be disappointed based on the talent, but at the end of the day, this year, I'm thankful we even played games. Yeah. Um, it's it's so, 2020, man. Don't yeah. don't look a gift well, horse. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't and, get mad yeah. about the yeah. one good thing we've had yeah. in the city. Yeah. Like literally the one good thing. Yeah. So I'd say no. <laughs> I'd say not a disappointment. I think I think this season's rounded into actually a pretty successful one overall. I I agree with that sentiment completely. I think if we lost to Hartford in the first round, that would sting a little bit. But you know, especially like you say, with having the deepest roster potentially we've ever had. Um, but for me, and I'm more of a fundamentalist on this, is like I, I value the regular season and, and points even more so than a one-off uh, yeah. single elimination playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I just being – a, being a soccer fan from, from childhood, you know, I mean, you want to be at the top of the table. You want to win the league. That regular season title is almost – it's always been more coveted in my book than even – the playoff structure. I know we love the playoffs and it's, you know, every game, every minute is that much more exciting to know that we go home if we lose, but to finish top of our group in the group that we had is that's an accomplishment. I mean, that's an accomplishment. They should be giving us a, we should have a, we should have a parade downtown for that. I mean, we should have a trophy. We should have a shield, whatever they want to give us for that. I'm still upset. We didn't get the Eastern. You know, we won the Eastern conference one year with O'Connor didn't get one thing for it because somebody out west, you know, ran the table against the, you know, Monarchs. some ragamuffins out there. Yeah. You know, and and we of course they didn't play each other. Yeah. It's infuriating that we don't have a regular season shield in our trophy case, but I really value that and I think over the course of the season we've shown to be and especially if we finish top in points of the Eastern Conference, that's a huge accomplishment coming out of the group that we come out of. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah uh Anything can happen in the playoffs. I mean, we may have a penalty shootout. We may have, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the playoffs, and it ends up being, you know. You know, and three of the four of us grew up here in basketball country, right? And the NCAA is the most random-ass tournament that's ever existed just because you have to win seven games in a row Mm -hmm. against really good teams to do it, and it's it's one game. It's not like the NBA where there's a seven-game series and the best team will win. If you play them seven, if there's seven games in a row, the best team comes out on top. You don't have that. It's a one-off. It's a one-off. You have a bad night. You're up. You're you're done. And yep. it, you know, right. people. And we're human beings. Yeah. yeah, had a bad night. At, at, you know, in an opportune time. I, I, you know, I was upset about that, but I, you know, I got past it because we won the two previous, and that was great. Yeah. And, Thanks you know, for bringing it up. We, we, it, it was a good. It was still a good season. Like you, well, I, but I also made the point. It, it was one of our worst seasons in terms of points that we got we finished fourth or something like that our worst ever finish in the conference blah 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 blah, and we still made the yeah still still made the still made the the you know the cup final yeah. which is great and but i otherwise i agree with ty like it's it's one-off tournaments are not always the best indicator of who the best team was 
Um, and, you know, I say that we say that as folks who have won two of them and we'll rub them in your face any chance we get. <laughs> right. That's right. But uh, got to start. Yeah. So that's kind of Up where that comes from. Uh, the next question and really the only, it's it's a two parter uh, from Sudorito, who uh, I think we know, but I can't remember who it is at Sudorito on Twitter. Uh, asks any chance we see the return of pods in some form in 2021 i've loved the intensity of the group of death but i miss the annex of charlotte the threat of tampa bay rowdies and the goal fests against new york red bulls too i you know do i want to see pods again no i don't i don't love playing the same team four times i but again it's better than no soccer uh, but yeah. I, the answer is going to be dictated by the coronavirus. Frankly, uh, yep. is it safe Travel to and everything to, else. to do all the thing like all of a sudden expand your exposure to more than three other teams? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, so and it March just, is right around the corner. I mean, yeah. it, we'll be we'll be talking twenty twenty one in no time. It flies by but, too. Yeah, and that is the beauty of this year. At least we've now, as a league, proved the concept. It can work. It can function. There are is it great? No, but it's it's better. Yeah. Again, it's better than nothing. And there's so. enough teams around the league like us that have a few fans in the stadium and having some of the uh, feels feel like real games. Um, so uh, I'd like to think hopefully by then things have improved, but that's wishful thinking. So I think likelihood of pods is probably better than 50-50 as it stands right we'll now. We'll know a whole lot more come February, yeah. frankly, yeah. because we're either this winter is going to be worse or it's not so you know i'm that, that's i mean that those are the options i suppose I, I frankly miss more the road trips i miss sure. going on the road yeah uh, that yeah. was the biggest loss for me this year is the lack of a trip to me i think we talked about going to memphis this year yeah as an we option. were definitely going to do memphis this year um, so i hope next year at some point maybe maybe that's a possibility because being a soccer fan half the beauty of it is is the way days yeah you know yeah getting in your car getting on a bus whatever it might be and having that sense of community with the 20 30 40 of you that are there uh, there's nothing quite like that. So, All right. That does it for Ash Barrel Proof. We haven't really spent a whole lot of time or at all talking about Sporting Kansas City this weekend just because there's more interesting stuff going on, frankly. Uh, but it is a we game that we're playing. We've played three teams. We've played it, three times yeah, already. It is, so. it is a game that we're <laughs> going to play. Uh, yeah. I will say this. I do. I have a lot of respect for Paolo Nagamura, their coach. I think he's 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 done a lot with what he's had to deal with. Uh, and that's, frankly, Kansas City's youth setup is very good. Uh, so, you know, I've – they're always a hard team to play. Uh, that said, I you know I like obviously like us to win this weekend. Not not by a lot, I, but I, I expect to see our best eleven playing or starting. Uh, you know, and, but yeah, the questions remain a little bit about. I, I I'm interested to see is Pat going to play? Where's Napo? You know, what's going on with uh, Chris Hubbard? Is he trying to do other things or, or what's going on there? Uh, so you yeah, know, questions questions remain. Interesting storylines. Uh, but I, obviously, I think we're going to win. I, I, how awake? Are, I'll, I'll say a two-zero win. I'm going three-nil. I think we dominate. But all that matters is what Ty thinks because he's got it yeah, right. Yeah, Ty like, gets it right every time. Oh, like, well, I don't want to jinx this. Nice Tyus over here. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a shutout for sure. Um, but yeah, I think we, I think we take care of business. I mean, we're going to probably run out. What we, you know, our best eleven, whatever Hack thinks. Is going to be our eleven come playoff time, yeah. Because he I mean, wants that's to, what he does. That's he wants to give him, to form, yeah. and he wants to give him the opportunity to to coalesce and and continue the momentum that they have. And so, yeah, I, I see our best eleven going out and 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 uh, heavy rotation, probably, especially if we get up, right? But yeah. if we're up by more than two, at if the we end get of up a goal time, or two, there's yeah, a lot going on. So. 
Uh, I have a quick question. So, mm-hmm. this is. Oh yeah, I didn't get a prediction. Well, I predicted a shutout. I think that doing a prop bet. I mean, that, that, goes, that could go anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking Ombi gets another goal. Um, I like to predict goal scorers, and maybe uh, Luke as well. So I'll go two zero. I like that. That would be good. That'd make everybody feel good. Um, the five sub rule. Is it going to be in effect? Like, is it is it work? Is that what they're doing right now in England and Germany? Like now that they've started their new seasons over, is it still five Ooh, subs? Yeah, you've asked me. I think they've got rid of it, haven't they? Yeah, Have I they don't know. Of that? that was just a yeah, yeah. Corona so era thing. I thought that they've certainly got rid of any kind of drinks breaks and no, they have they? Right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. well. Here's the here's the, I'm not sure that that's true. And it, you may you would know, but I haven't watched a lot. Uh, <laughs> No, not, but the reason I say this, the reason that they do that is because it. they can't have water bottles just all over the place around the field anymore because of the spread of the virus, right? I mean, we know these people have been tested, like, literally at least once a week, if not every day, to make sure they don't have it. But the reason that they brought those hydration breaks in is was to per- so everyone had to drink from their own water bottle. That's literally the reason. Yeah, I'm not sure then. Maybe I'm wrong. Could be. I, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't yeah. paid attention or thought about it until literally right this second. Yeah. I know there's not. I, I did read some articles that there's not much appetite long term to think about that five sub rule in England at least. I, I think. I know there are some folks that really like it. I don't. I think it's too many. So I, I would. I would. Wouldn't hate to see us go back to three. But like I said, I haven't paid enough attention. Which is, you know, we're supposed to know what we're talking about on this show, which I never have. So there's. Well, that. we don't have to keep track of the Euro League rules. Yeah, but I it's mean, FIFA. It's a FIFA rule. We'll have to see what like, the USL, USL does. I mean, the five sub rule continues through the playoffs at least this season. Sure, yeah. And and this water break is <laughs> super annoying. I mean, it's absurd when we're out and wrapped in blankets and. T- and oh my god! Yeah, again, that, but that's well, the reason, though. And that, we is the, been, that is the reason. There's no rule. That says we haven't been down in ten games. Forty-five minutes. I'm right. We, with you. It hasn't been a. It's been welcome in the last ten games. But when we're trying to claw back and it's one nothing and we're pounding and pounding and pounding. And then at 75 minutes, there's a damn water break. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. I, it's hard to remember that because we've been on the streak, you know. But yeah. I, I say this though, you know, coaches use these things to make tactical adjustments and give out instructions and things like that. So I mean, I, does it ruin some momentum from a fan watching perspective? Yes, of course. I think it does. does. I feel a lot of games have changed. You yeah. know, you've seen a lot of games where. The first 30's gone a certain way. Well, yeah, it's divided into quarters, basically. And so yeah. I'm just, I like to let the, I like to let the poetry of the game work itself out without sure. too, many, too many natural breaks. Yeah. I mean, too many force breaks, I should say. All right, guys. Well, I think that's all I got. Anybody else got anything you want to talk no, about? No, no. Let's, uh, let's uh, wrap it up, boys. Let's finish this season with a big win. Let's wrap up this season. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening right. to us. Uh, catch us next week, assuming that we can still have our pods in the park. This has been a lot of fun. And, uh... Well, you can find us on Twitter almost never anymore at BarrelProofFC. Uh, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Vamos, Vamos. No fact checking. <laughs>